Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. The man of the hour, Mr. Steve All. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. We've had a wonderful week. It's hard to believe, but this show will go on by next week's show. Mm-hmm. I will be able to take Social Security. What? Yeah, next Friday. And, and, and I can remember back in the 80s when I moved to St. Uh-huh. Louis and started into the planning mode. And mm-hmm. The guy asked me, he said, do you want Social Security to be a part of this plan? I said, absolutely not. I don't think it'll be there. Wow, and when here I, we when are. When I turned 62, because mm. 62 was a long way off 40 years ago. So. Sure. But I'm actually old enough to do that, so we're going to take a little time. Wow. Lori and I are going to be heading up to her father's house. We love spending the time on the lake. Nice. I got a feeling it'd be one of those last vacations with Matt by himself. Oh, okay, Matt, okay. With Matt by himself, so Your I'm son, really Matt, yeah. looking forward, really looking forward to spending the time. Then Matt and I will drive back. Lori's going to stay up with her dad. So Very cool. But yeah, but yes, actually Social Security. And, Isn't that and, crazy? And the funny thing about Social Security, I was doing a presentation. We've had a lot more people coming into the office. And they used to put on their Social Security statements, on. it used to be on page two, uh-huh. down at the very bottom of it, great big bold black letters mm-hmm. that says Social Security will have to change. And you might only get about 24% discount mm-hmm. by 2034, 2035. So I've had some new people come in to gather the information this week. The new statement doesn't say it. Oh. It gives you a little link down there at the bottom if you click on it. Mm-hmm. And if you click on it, it'll take you to a link that says you're going to get about 80% in twenty of what you what your thought your benefit would be in 2034 or 2035 if Congress doesn't do anything about it. So, wow. you know, because every time I'd ask people, have you ever seen that in the statement? It's like. No, no, I've never seen that in my statement. Now they made it a link, so it's going to be even harder for people if and when Congress doesn't do something about Social Security. Well, well and again, I mean, as if, you know, planning for retirement and claiming your Social Security isn't confusing enough. Now they try to make it more difficult, educating you on if and when it's going to be there. A lot of people speculating it won't be around in 2034, 2035. Even you alone, you know, 40 years ago said, ah, I don't want to talk about Social Security. It's probably never going to be there. Lo and behold, here we are. And and I think it's one of the things that we look at, the optimization of our Social Security is so important because what if we don't take a a 20% discount, but what if we take a 10 or 15% discount? Sure. But I believe Congress will get together and do something about it. I guess we can only hope, right? Fingers crossed. We're getting closer. They can't keep kicking the can further down the road. (laughs) That's right. 2034, 2035 is getting a lot closer than it was. Yeah, it is five to 10 years ago, and mm-hmm. that was on the bottom of the statements also. Absolutely. You know, speaking of Social Security, that is what a lot of people deem, I guess, guaranteed income, right? And uh, another part of guaranteed income is pensions, if you're lucky enough to have one. And it's happening again. Forbes says a lot of companies, they are still offering employee pensions, and they're also doing this whole thing about making lump sum buyout offers. But I want to know, what are your thoughts on that? You know, should we consider other options or do we just take the lump sum and run? I, I think that the problem that we have with a lot of people, they, 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 they do it very simply. They look at their pension payment, what they say their monthly payment will be, multiply it by 12, mm-hmm. divide it into the amount that they're going to give them for the lump sum. And then they look at it and say, oh, if I get longer than 10 years, 12 years, 13, 14, mm-hmm. I'll be better off with the pension. And they forget to look at control. Mm -hmm. If I have a large enough pension, do I have to take it all? Do I need all of the money? 
And, and so we look at it to sit here and say, if you've already got fixed income that's meeting most of your expenses and you have a pension that you're just going to be having money that you're going to be paying taxes on, Sure. that you don't really, quote, need at this time, mm-hmm. it might be more advantageous to actually take the lump sum because hmm. I can convert the lump sum into Roth accounts. Okay. And if I've got an income gap, maybe when I'm in my late 70s, early 80s, I could actually turn on an income stream for that that would be tax-free versus taxable. So it just gives us a lot more options when we start to look at the pension versus the lump sum, you know, the buyout offers that people have. I look at it, for me, it's a lot easier for them to hand a check than to make sure that they've got enough money set back to pay you for the rest of your life. So if you're getting one of those lump sum options, let us look at it. Mm -hmm. Many times I will say the lump sum is better, but there's a lot of times I believe the pension is better. Yeah. And I think the main reason when the pension, you know, the lump sum becomes better is I can control the asset. Mm-hmm. If I'm sick, I don't want to do this. If my wife is sick, I don't want to do those things. So mm-hmm. I think control is the biggest thing that we have to look at. Do I need the control of that asset mm-hmm. or do I have to have that monthly paycheck just to make my living expenses? I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, where does it fit in with your income plan, your budget, your wants, your needs, desires in retirement? All those things factor into making these decisions of how and when to take your money, whether it's a pension or Social Security. And uh, as you mentioned, there are a lot of different options for tax-free versus taxable. And these are options that really you need to always consider. And you mentioned the word control several times. I think that's important because there's so many things that we can't control. We can't control the market. We can't control taxes. We can't control inflation. But what we can control is putting a plan in place now versus later when we're trying to make up for all those mishaps. Yes. For me, the old adage of if you're failing to plan, you're planning to fail Mm -hmm. is is about the easiest thing to do it. And when I look at it for we get into the planning mode, I think we have to have an income plan. I'm not a big fan of the, hey, we'll just make you six or seven percent and you take four or five and you're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that's right. Most people, they come in, they want to go, Steve, where am I going to actually get the money to meet that paycheck that I'm not going to have? Right, replace How do paycheck, I replace yeah. that paycheck? So I think that's the big one, taxes. A lot of people, you know, taxes are just, they're just going, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. And mm-hmm. I'm going, if you've got a pension, Social Security. Maybe not. Your 401ks <laughs> and your IRAs, and you've got a lifestyle that you're accustomed to. Yeah. You are going to have about the same income. Mm-hmm. In retirement, because people don't realize the money coming out of those IRA accounts is taxed just like ordinary income. Mm. The same type of income it was when it came out of their paycheck when they said, we'll defer it. But now we have to pay the tax on the gains, too. So, So we really have to be careful with that. But taxes are very important. I think the allocation of your assets, how you're spending them, is important. Allocation. How much risk are we taking? It's amazing that we do do a lot of analysis work right now on risk reward. So it comes down to the point where people are, instead of a 70-30 investor with returns of the S&P 500 and a lot of the larger cap stocks, they're now at 75, 80%. And it's like, do you realize you're taking this much risk? Because it's been a real nice run since 09 to now. Absolutely, yeah. We've had some blips. Mm-hmm. But in the current run-up, we've had quick, what I call V-drops. It's a quick drop and a quick right return. Back up. And, and so a lot of people are not accustomed, but those year to 
year and a half drops are are part of the market. It, they're not they're not strange. They they are a part of the market. Mm-hmm. So if we experience, we had somebody in earlier this week, great returns. Really enjoyed where he's at. And I said you might be a little over. I said because if we have a repeat of two thousand or two thousand and eight, your portfolio could take a fifty five percent hit mm-hmm. if you don't do something about it. He goes, well, I, I knew I was taking too much risk now. I just don't know exactly what to do. And I said, well, that's that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're here to assist you with how can we take some of that risk off the table so that you don't have to worry about what happens when we have another bear market that stays around for more than 30 days. Because that's like I said, it's part of the market cycle. It's not an anomaly. It happens. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.